Let me get a skateboard. Which one do you want? I don't care. They're all the same shape. In the world of pro skateboarding, there are a few guys who've got it good. And a million more who want it bad. Could you even imagine what it must be like to ride in that thing? Yeah. No. What does that mean? Girls, money, signing autographs. Get the moron out of the pool. All right, so pack your stuff. We're going on tour. What? We're hitting the road as a team and making it happen. Yeah. I represent the uh, Release of Twins Foundation. What are you talking about? Releasing those twins. This is little Timmy from Create a Wish Foundation. He uh, wants to see a skate before his head explodes. If you're not pre-registered, you can't skate this event. Next! I just got violated by a lizard, man. Actually, that felt kind of good. I could totally take you. Dude, what grade are you in? Seventh. I'm 12, punk. <laughs> hey, yo, this is a professional skateboarding event, dog. Bounce. It's time to be discovered. That was awesome. Laws of gravity will be shattered. And the underdogs will have their day. This is what I want in life, man. This is what I was meant to do. Matt. Greetings from the interior. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Matinee Baseball. We might have been gone, but I hope you didn't forget about us. We've been over there at the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network doing some landlocks. You definitely check us out on that. Um, we are back to discuss a little movie called Grinds from 2003. As, as we have discussed on the other podcasts, this is kind of our uh, farewell tour. We're going to be moving on to just a generic movie podcast because we have about watched every sports movie. And even though I still want to do a yearly Turkey Bowl rewatch with a guest, um, we're gonna. We've been going through our favorite movies, uh, our favorite random sports movies. Mine was Pool All Junkies. Tez's was uh, Green Street Hooligans. I am. I am Ted Flint. I'm joined by Jake Boss and Sean. Sean Tez Festman at the tailgate side. We're sponsored by Money Bites. Moneybites.com. Best part of Sunday cone. Just a tip. It's the tip of the Sunday cone filled with chocolate. Find them out anywhere now. Target, Menards, Walmart. Go to Moneybites.com. Type in your zip code and find yourself some Money Bites, and subscribe to us on Spotify, and hopefully our you can find us because some of our podcasts are getting ripped off because apparently they don't like us using movie trailers as intros. So, fuck them. It's nice to be able to say fuck. Like, I mean, like, we, we can say fuck. Just we've got to be a little more liberal with our or less liberal with our usage. Of, right, right. Um. So, yeah. All right. Like I said, if you've never seen the movie Grind Come Out 2003 and if you're just here to listen to us have whiskey drinks and beer drinks and chat about it and you just want the movie to get spoiled the shit out of you, since this is Jake's baby, in 90 seconds or less, Jake, spoil the shit out of grind. 
so Grind is uh, essentially it boils down to a movie about a group of four friends that go on an adventure. Uh, they're all skateboarders uh, aspiring to uh, become pros, uh, get sponsored, kind of make it big. Uh, we start out uh, on the last day of high school for a couple of them, uh, being Eric and Dustin. Uh, and then we meet Matt, uh, who is living in Eric's dad's garage. Uh, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, we meet Sweet Lou, who is uh, a bit older than them and picking up the uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, vibes with uh, hitting on it's, it's so schoolers. heavy yeah uh, <laughs> one for every day apparently or a couple on other days <laughs> um, but yeah we follow them as they kind of tour across the country uh, following the skate tour and trying to get get the attention of specifically Jimmy Wilson but uh, kind of anybody who you might know from Shannon Dazed and Confused and Al Cole I'm not sure if that's actually Jason London or the other London yeah, yeah it is I believe it's Jason London. Yeah, I looked through his IMDb. It is. Okay. So they're twins. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, you know, of course, there's a love interest along the way and some clowns and uh, shenanigans. And then, of course, they they get discovered. And Jimmy Jimmy finally sees what they can do. And the movie ends with them going on tour. Right. This movie is definitely, like, made in a unique place in time is that way of saying it like it is very very 2003 like like if if i would have gone in i mean i mostly went in completely blind having an idea of what the premise is i know it's a skateboarding movie and i know it was from the early 2000s but between the way it's made the people involved and the soundtrack yeah this is 2003 or 2004 that is your window yeah i you, it's it's wild how little of a window you could actually like very easily put this movie in if you yeah, didn't know yeah it's it's money for what it is um this is so what <laughs> i i watched it today i i'm almost positive this is the first time i ever saw this movie I know it is. I've never seen this movie. Um, but this also falls in that blind spot when I was up in Ames from 02 to 06 where my life was the bars. Well, and that's so this is surprising to me from that time because this is where we get to do the Ted feels old sort of thing. I would have been like a freshman in high school. Like this would have been right in okay, my Jake was 10. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the hilarious part of it for me, as far as like timing is I saw it probably closer to 10 years after, like I discovered it and started watching it consistently over and over, probably close to 10 years after it was made and not, not quite that late, but it was, it would have been like when I was in college. And this movie so has just a who's who of the Leo meme, that guy. Oh, it's that guy. Like half, oh, the, yeah, half, especially... half the fuckers from uh, news radio in this movie, you know, Dave yeah, Foley you've... shows up. You yeah, you've got some of that. You've got some of the guys from Jackass. You've got you know the skaters that you adored in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You know, Bob Burnquist is in the movie for God's sakes. Apparently, he's uh, uh, he's Baby Jimmy Sheckler. 
Yeah, right. Twelve-year-old Ryan Sheckler's in the movie. Apparently, um, Birdquest is Jimmy's fucking uh, stunt double. When I was researching the uh, trivia. Yeah, that's one thing that I've never because Jimmy's the main character, right? I don't know any of their names. Yeah. Well, er- Eric he's not the main. Yeah. Okay. Well, Eric's Jim- stunt double. Jimmy Jim- is the Jimmy's pro. the pro. The yeah. Pro. Oh, that's right. He's the douchebag. Also, yeah. you have the daughter from Reba in this movie, which is weird. Have you guys ever seen Reba? Nope. I've seen like 12 episodes ever. Um, it's Reba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Reba. It's the daughter of Reba's character. <laughs> um, well, no, I know. I I mean, the show itself is. It's, uh, but yeah, it's, so it's, I can completely understand when I first started watching. So to give everybody a little insight, I, I, I watched this at the bar with some friends today, this afternoon. <laughs> that feels like the best environment. I, mean, I, I convinced them to watch it with me. And as soon as it started, we got maybe 10 or 15 minutes into it. And I go, oh, this is just brink, but for <laughs> like older teenagers I've never sort seen of brink. thing. Yeah. It's, I, I, okay. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm cool with that. And like I go, I'm cool with that. I'm interested to see kind of where it goes. Um, they obviously have the bigger budget; they can get the bigger names, uh, and actually have people do it that aren't just everybody from Little Giants reprising <laughs> their roles. Um, no, it's it's a fun. Oh, movie. Brink's it's a Disney understand. movie. That's yeah. not what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, that's an old. School oh yeah. Disney movie. I was going to Vrad. Um. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. So the, the, this movie for me, and I, it's the first, and I should, I should have done a better job of tracking when exactly I would say this cutoff is the first, I will say 30 minutes of this movie might be the most quoted movie between like my group of friends that, we all of the ones that like watch this like i'm curious about those quotes because i don't know i can't remember a single quote give me one um like <laughs> when they when they first go to chile and such and he's like yelling in the the speaker and he's just like open your ears jackass like that's <laughs> one like that we go back and forth with david uh, when when uh, matt has his cast on and he goes goes up to the the chick and he's like <laughs> what do you think this smells like pepperoni or ass crack i've got five bucks on pepperoni that one we went back and forth with with each other i mean there's just there's a bunch of them that i had to skin a nine-year-old for that man when he like steals the (laughs) the deck from the kid in the crowd it's there there's a bunch of them that yeah i mean there's definitely some a lot of those you know little quirky moments it's it's one of those movies that's set up that it goes scene to scene like where they almost all kind of stand alone um, because they all, they each have their little moment in the scene. And then you have. Oh dear God. Almost in all of them. There's at least one little one liner or something like that, you know, a little, a little jab or a little, you know, you get, Again, Sweet Lou doing the hardest McConaughey impression. It's exactly what that character is. Yale. All right, so um, let's discuss this real quick um, about Sweet Lou. Because I watched this with my phone off last night. Well, two nights ago, I watched the first hour of it, all, and I got tired. I'm finishing it today. 
Did you guys recognize where Sweet Lou is from? Because it bothered me the entire first hour till I actually shut my turn my phone back on to go to bed. I checked. It looked familiar, but I I didn't come up with it, and I didn't end up looking looking it up anyway. Oh, you, Jake? Do you know where? I've it's looked from? through his IMDb, and I don't remember there being anything where I was, it's like, oh yeah, he was in that. He's the kid that gets pulled over in the first oh. ten minutes of Super Troopers. Yep. Oh, <laughs> not the one in the back seat, but the driver. That's yeah, that's like. But anyways, so I'm gonna need, need about 150 <laughs> bucks, man. <laughs> like a hundred dollars worth that's of. That's great. I, know, I never figured that one out. That's funny. And also, uh the other one that I can figure out is it, is it Matt? Not Matt. Matt's a uh, the guy from Dustin. Gossip Gossip Girls. But the other guy, the yeah, it's every single Dustin. one of them. I sat there and I just go, man, I know every one of these guys from something. Dustin probably did the most. Matt's Matt, the guy that played Matt, did like the least. He was like yes. old when they made this. But also like he's the one that also bothered me until I fucking did a deep dive. He is the guy in an episode of Friends that's telling Ross that he's giving good grades because he thinks Ross is flirting with him. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah, he is. And like it's just weird how like an episode and like it bothered me at length. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I recognize these fuckers. And of course, like I said, the guy that's mad is was it is he a gossip girl of the old season? One of those things gossip girl. And he's also gone to do a bunch of other shit. Um Yeah, and that's not no, to, you're, you're uh, talking uh, about Dustin's character. He he was in uh I don't know any of their fucking names. The rich one actor. The the rich money. One. He was, yeah, he was in like Gilmore Girls, he was in a bunch of shit. He's done he's a still lot. doing shit. He was just in that uh yeah, still new show on Hulu. Also, apparently, uh, Dave Montgomery's just gonna have some day. Yeah, two touchdowns. I'm glad I bet on him to yes. score. To score. I'm sure I'm so glad I bet on the wrong person to have two touchdowns. Well, this game isn't over yet, and this under is not gonna hit. So yeah, I'm tempted to hit it again, but anyways, I'm not going to. Early in the week. All right. So here's a question. I was gonna I want to talk before we get too far into weeds. Who had a bigger downfall, Bam Majera or Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Can't come back into the country. Doesn't Bam Margera have a fucking arrest warrant out for his ass right now? He's like hiding in the Pennsylvania woods. Bam yeah, Mar- but he's hiding in Pennsylvania, not Canada. Interesting. See, I don't Bam's know. just a piece of shit. Randy Quaid's actually just fucking psycho. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I never saw Randy, I never saw him like act or do anything and be like that guy's sane and he's okay no <laughs> like i always thought that dude had a like had it like had a had fucking screws loose bam i mean bam was just like a shithead dude bam's a bad into, friend been uh, turned into a piece of well yeah yeah it I turns mean, out he, like, it, we all should have seen the signs right i mean he was our he was he had he was trouble like trouble behavior wise and then the ryan dunn thing happened and i think that just fucked his whole life up but yeah yeah, that dude. He did not know how to handle that dude. Not was yeah, to handle that. That's for sure. Was already doing everything he could to not ever be an adult as it was. Yeah, and then yeah, he spiraled when his best friend died, which okay. I can understand. Uh, yeah, it's there. I that's an interesting. There's not question. a good age to go through that. Regardless, uh, he was ar- he was yeah. He you're, to your point, he was already like emotionally immature and probably never gonna f- figure out how to grow or took take a long time to figure out how to grow up. And then 
had that happen at an awful time. So, and he's a he was a millionaire at that point. Yeah, he was super yeah. rich and reckless. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like yeah, it's Bam did the thing like he's taken care of his family. He bought him the big house. I, he's done a lot for that family outside of torment them 24 hours a day for 25 years Don't be no. um <laughs> but yeah it's it's he's he's done good things but sure. yeah he just he are you saying randy quid's a piece of shit he hasn't done good things besides think government's out to kill him <laughs> well yeah it's, i mean i i understand he he saved the entire he planet. did it's <laughs> on independence day the world's uh, my generation up yours all right anyways but but what has he done for me lately you know it's it's... i mean he'll only see the plant one time is that not enough (laughs) he's got to do twice jesus christ man (laughs) fucking christ man save us all anyways back to the movie one of my loki one of my favorite parts is in uh the rich asshole that matt in this movie is that dustin anyways one has the money in the movie. One of the friend group. Dustin, Dustin's got the money. Dustin. Yeah, I'm not gonna use right. All right, he's at that party and he's like talking to that chick and he's just like, it's super quiet and he's like, so uh, you what, want- what'd you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> I can hear you. I'm just not listening. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, sweet Lou just rolls up and like, I mean, I'm not an attractive man, but like, what's sweet Lou got going for him that he can just like walk up and like these chicks are just like, yep. He, he's smooth, man. He doesn't have a care in the world. He's just not a care in the world. And I guess this is 2003 where like they're all about like the scrawny, long haired fucking got the flow. creepers. It's 24. I did think way too long about this movie. And this is how, like, and this is something Jake will hate when I like fucking like I like dwell on something. Like these motherfuckers go like weeks about showering and they're all their hair just looks fine. Yeah. Especially Lou with the long hair. Like, well, they're, they're, I mean, there, there was like, so part of the whole thing is like uh matt is supposed to be like gross and like not showering and stuff and then at one point you know gets cleaned up but yeah they do the whole like they do the whole like desert scene and stuff and like while they're traveling and it's like you motherfuckers would be so disgusting they have to walk hours through the desert because some chick stole their van (laughs) after she pissed after she pissed by the van like, and then they they just come out of it and just like oh yeah you guys kind of smell bad like but you look fine <laughs> just, um no you guys would be just rotten corpses yeah, at this point disgustingly just <laughs> I did love um where was I going it was something about Sweet Lou but uh the one guy know. gets puked on by a kid and nobody <laughs> the chili and such oh, can you all right yeah let's talk about that. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, as soon as it pops up. One, I think the chili bean costume is hilarious, and I think those should be in every. Also, you could tell that this. I'm pretty sure it's PG-13. That when he's in that costume, and I'm wrong, he's supposed to get a fucking boner. He looks down when that chick's talking to him. Oh, absolutely. And and like so, so I've always gone back and forth on that. I I don't know if the intent is. When he looks down, he's supposed to like he's supposed to have a boner, or if when he looks down, it's him like, oh yeah, I'm wearing this fucking costume and was just like saw this chick. Oh no, his... it's it's absolutely yeah. boner because that, it's... that's where my brain like, like that's where I've always gone with <laughs> because it. Because but... 
they they play the same song when she shows up later mm. um so it's all about you know he's just so attracted to her she's so hot blah 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 right i would assume unless this is just very bad i writing. feel like there's an r-rated movie hiding this thing but also this movie, like, <laughs> say, like the amount but, yeah. of cameos in this movie just like i want i want to watch a documentary about how they got everybody in this movie Stephen Rosh, I think that's his name from fucking Barry and News Radio. You have Dave Foley. You have mm. Bobcat Goodworth with his actual voice. Did you guys know who that was? That's Bobcat. Yeah. You guys know who Bobcat is? No. no. Yes, you fucking do from the police cabin moves. You know who the fuck that man is. Voice like this. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got you. He's the yeah, hotel I mean... fucking manager. You have. Oh, yeah. Okay. You had the dude that wants to free food. He's a fucking comedian. You have Randy Quaid. You have. Oh, yeah. there's, a, just... there's a lot. I mean, Preston Lacey. I mean, uh, the guy yeah, from Happy Preston Gilmore Lacey. shows yeah, up for fucking yeah. two scenes. Yeah, Shooter McGavin's in there. Shooter is um, the bad. Tom Green is the fucking skate shop owner. Yeah, oh my God. Jimmy's that was... bad, man. Like, I don't know if this was produced by the jackass people, but like it sure feels like it, right? Yeah, well, there, there was definitely, there's definitely some kind uh, of can't believe yeah. you didn't know who Bat- Bobcat was. You guys are such fucking kids, All right? There's some level of it because it was like even before it started, like before you even got to Preston Lacey and Wee Man, like Bam shows up pretty early on, yep. and I even just thought to myself, I'm like, man, I'm. I'm kind of surprised this isn't like an MTV movie sort of thing. Cause like that was it right was in that damn, range. It was damn near. Like it would, like if you would have sh- just showed me the movie and told me that. Oh, like, absolutely. Thing, I, you, like it would make total sense. That- I, well, it definitely I, needs a spaceman to begin this fucking movie. It needs a spaceman to start this movie. Right. <laughs> I, right. And I almost went back to start the beginning of the movie again to go, did I miss it? Is it an MTV movie? Um, but I'm like, nah, I don't think it is. Like I was, I was paying attention, like quite. I would, I would see the Moon Man. You were watching this at a bar, (laughs) right? With like four other people, somebody would have said something. Um, But you have that, and then it's. uh, I mean, there's just mountains, especially in that first forty-five minutes, but throughout the entire movement or movie of product placement like you get the original xbox logo you get you know all of these pops and sodas and food and and just like oh i see he puts a mountain dew on his dick when he gets his yeah dick yeah, yeah and, then, I, and then you have you now have all, i understand where your money came from for this movie you have all and, of the the clothing the billabong and the etnies and right all yeah of the, and the there's brands 45 there. yeah 45 etnies t-shirts in the entire movie and uh the echo shirts that the assholes yeah. wear yeah and yep yeah we haven't even touched on the the white gangster uh how the fuck assholes. was no those guys jamie kennedy yeah, like, right i mean that that's that's absolutely the the i don't even know like i don't know that i would say even inspiration but like that's the absolute right it's the it's the oh, mold they built, was. yeah, that they built those guys out of. Just, yeah, loud and screaming and upside down visors and driving an Escalade and right in navy blue. Oh my god, what are you jerseys, doing? Basically, oops. 
Okay, Packers got that guy's oh. getting mauled by that his was... own guy. Sorry, uh, live football. Stupid things happening. This is why we got to record, re-record the fucking Angels in the Outfield <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I'm kind of su- so I'm kind of surprised with this, and every time I I think about it, I look. I'm surprised that the like the love interest, uh, like she didn't do a whole lot. She was in Reba and Once Upon a Time, two major fucking TV shows. Like, what more do you want? And she's in Heartland, which I think has a hundred episodes. Like, what no. more do you want from this woman? She's on get, three I get, shows. Maybe, I, don't I, I get. I mean, I guess that's probably why she. Didn't she's living comfortably. She has the most money of yeah, anyone in this cast. I just don't like those are TV shows that I've never watched and probably will never watch. And so yeah, when I'm I look at an I am when I look at an IMDb, I'm like. Why didn't she? Because I thought she's really good. I was like, why didn't she do more movies that I know of or have seen or whatever? Why haven't I seen more of her? And that's why. Like she had, if she she's got those shows that she was doing, and that happens to people, obviously. But Jennifer Morrison, net for oh, 130 episodes of House. <laughs> well, that's what she's from. She's from House, not fucking Reba. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> Once upon a time, House, yeah. Either way, she's worth $5 million. I think she's okay. She was in How I Met Your Mother. I didn't know her from that. Yeah, she's, she's definitely nice in House. All right, I got confused. She was in House uh, for eight years. Yeah, Which that's, was... what, that's what she was doing. She was in House for eight years and and in and Once Upon a Time for seven years. I mean, like I said, Adam Brody's probably the most famous of all these fuckers. He was in the OC and he was in a few other oh, things. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, Dustin, the actor that played Dustin. Absolutely. I've never she seen the in... OC. She was in a Nick Lachey music video. Right. I guess I think she's doing okay. She's sleeping on her fucking bed amount money. All right. So are, are we ready? To, are we ready to get to the clowns yet? Well, we already talked about Randy Quaid. Oh um, well, yeah, but so that I mean, that's the that comes after the essentially comes after the desert, right? I mean, they they go oh, to yeah. the desert and go to the competition. no, no, they go out of the desert and then they go to the tucson place yeah they go i love that part they're like i'm gonna need a sign in the fucking tour bus drives by and then they go to tucson and was that was that the yeah because that's the one where they do the they get pulled by the four-wheeler and do the jump right like, and can there's, we another, there's another sweet lou quote right there that not doesn't get used didn't get used all the time or super often but sweet lou cleans no man's poo is <laughs> is one that that got used every once in a while just randomly when they when the security guy makes them clean the porta potties because they want you know how awful that would been oh god here's well and here's the thing i'm again movies i get it but just he runs into one they slowly slant over They open that door on the first one. They act like he exploded. <laughs> yeah, the they whole they, de- they definitely exaggerate. And there's that. just shit everywhere. It's like shit all and over it's the just door. Like, the <laughs> thing went, the thing went 15 degrees sideways. Like there's no way it even spilled. Like you maybe got a little splash on a seat if there's still liquid in there. Like and it's not just filled with shit. Yeah. If it's filled with shit, nothing's happening in there. But no, yeah, they, they they definitely w- w- at least with the one they like definitely exaggerated the point of them being gross. It's like yeah, they him running into the one d- is not gonna 
make a mess even out of that one, let alone the rest of them. It is right before that, though, is I got a good laugh out of the where the security guard right before just gives him the there's there's no skating here. And just I think it's Dustin's uh, like, uh, we're at a I yeah, the, one of them looks and he's like, we're at a skate expo. It just points to a sign and just no skateboarding and i'm just like all right uh, that's that's funny it's got anything else smart ass or whatever Um, yeah (laughs) yeah it's like i said i i completely understand a lot of these moments like i wasn't i wasn't fully entertained watching it today as a 33 year old 20 years after it came out I can absolutely understand the nostalgia of when mixed with you. It's got good jokes from that time. Um, that first 30, 45 minutes where they do the introductions, stuff like that. Like, like I said, there's a lot of one-liners and stuff in there that I, if it, if it were me, if I would have watched it, yeah, 10 years ago, Ooh, uh, yeah, I'd be quoting that stuff. That's that's all what I'm the time. That, there's there's a lot of funny stuff in there. Like, and it's still oh a, a lot of enjoyment aspects. Like, it's okay. one that <laughs> your internet like cut out, like cut off. Uh, there's a lot of things like that like four seconds there. <laughs> You're good though. Yeah, I looked up. Everything was solid and just oh no. Um, yeah, it's it's a fun movie, and yeah, they they go through this and then we get to the clown part which is quite a turn um because <laughs> even even when the movie opens like it, it's going through the credits I, I out loud went randy quaid's in this fucking thing because <laughs> yeah, so, ted like what, before you got on last night when we were recording ted was like yeah, I got, I'm to this point, and uh, there's a person that I know is, like, credited in the movie that has not showed up yet, and I was like, he'll be there, and you won't miss him, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's who plays quick. his wife is someone I should recognize, too. She's been in the shit. She, she's, she's very much, I and I didn't look at her credits, but yeah, she seems like a big, very much like a, like a that guy or that person type of like she's been done a lot of like supporting smaller roles or something in a lot of movies that you would recognize because I don't know who she is, but I'm looking at it right now. Um, as soon as I find her, well, yeah, like she. I was like, oh, I know who that person is. Christine Estabrook. No idea. Okay, we're wrong. Not someone who I thought. Also, you know what Randy Quaid's character's name is in this movie? It's I just saw it and I did not know. I did not know it before that. Jock Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie then. Also, like I'm really surprised that like unless I missed it, that Tony Hawk is not in this movie in some capacity. Nope. We're surprised. Yeah, he's not. It's Bucky and Bob. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think maybe I can't prove it, but there's that one moment they're playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 
like on a well i assume an xbox since that was a sponsor of the movie um maybe they were playing as tony hawk but yeah that's the closest you get to tony hawk being in the movie (laughs) man that that actress has been in a lot i mean i'm not like digging specifically into what she's very recognizable i mean well so like Desperate Housewives, Anger Management, Rules of Engagement, Nick Tuck, Law and Order, Bones. Like, she's done a lot of, like, at least appearances and stuff. Spider-Man 2, Seventh Heaven. I meant to look up who directed this movie to see if they actually went and did anything else. Clueless, um, apparently. Yeah. Oh, TV series Clueless, never mind. <laughs> I will say, of the uh, three movies we've watched for our retirement tour, the movie that most likely is to toss on the background might be this one. Yeah, so this movie is a really good... And this is why I'm kind of surprised that you guys never had never watched it or grabbed onto it, but I... I it's because it is that great, like, after-bar class of movie. Um, but to, to Tez's point is, I watched this movie when I, like, got hooked on this movie when i was like 17 18 19 20 in that ballpark type of thing right if you didn't if you didn't get on this movie and you know have that nostalgic factor for it of that time frame then like you guys aren't gonna like latch onto this movie and randomly watch it you know every couple months or something yeah yeah and it's it's like i said it just it's very it's weird to me to watch this and like look back and think that I never saw it because it would have been, it would have been just ate up when it came out or even a couple years afterwards and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I don't know if it just wasn't around. Like I was looking earlier, it looks like. I mean, the budget was six million. It made it made just over five million. So, like, it wasn't a big movie necessarily by any means. Um, so I guess maybe it just kind of flew under the radar, sort of thing. Um, and like I had right. known and the I can't name, imagine I, knew I, can't it was imagine I knew it existed, but I just never watched it. I don't think I knew this existed. I think I got this confused. Over- rad yeah you kept you kept saying rad when i like early on when we would talk about it which is a 90s movie i think there's another skateboard movie that's not brink that's out there maybe um lords of dogtown which sucks that one sucks (laughs) i'm not talking about lords of dogtown (laughs) but i don't i could google it i'm sure but like i said like it's it's a very good movie it's fine it's a fine movie and it's hilarious i sent you that fucking uh that thing of the the audience scores like 92 and the fucking critics are like 8%. Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was pretty fucking funny. I, n- I had never looked at that and I was like, oh yeah, that checks out. I mean, it's, it, it's did you what look I would up expect. What else Casey LaScala has done? Nothing. He's a producer though, so good for him. Well, he's a producer. That, I mean, directing wise, yeah, he's only done one other thing, but he was also a producer on this 
and he did Donnie Darko and a Walk to Remember. Those are the two things. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Walk to Remember where that woman dies. Um, that's fine. <laughs> Gleaming the that's cube. Certainly a, that's certainly a way to summarize it. Yeah. That, mo- that, that movie is uh, a very direct girl, uh, I guess. Um, that movie uh, was on, I worked at Blockbuster for a year, and uh, we had that on quite a bit in the background. And I always loved it because it was on repeat because there for a minute, like in the beginning, I think when they're on the bus, there's like a minute and a half of a drowning pool song. And I remember that part. And that was it. Has Mandy Moore in it. Mandy Moore. She has Mandy. cancer. Rest in peace. She dies. I've never seen Donnie Darko. Should I watch Donnie Darko? I've never seen Donnie, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko rules. It's a, it's a very Darko much a calm one movie. of those movies I used to have on repeat. Yeah, it's that's one of those movies that like there was like a whole like year like five years of like that movie just like was certain guys like personality that in Fight Club. You have to see Donnie yeah, Darko, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, I that's not you, I, Sean. I apologize. I'm not like saying that was you. I I like I I know that there was like some kind of I don't know like cult, not maybe not even cult, just like well, you're right. Culture. It's a cult movie, it, but yeah, never seen it. It is. I have not watched that in probably 10 years, if not longer. We can watch for our new podcast. That'd be a good one. You know? If we were to have a goddamn title for our new podcast. It's, yeah. We completely skipped over, other than referencing the hotel manager or the motel manager or whatever, the fact that they, like, pull up to the, the motel and offer, they clean end up cleaning the pool out. And yeah, I, I want to talk about their, that. Their um, for cleaning it out is that they could stay in the fucking in the honeymoon, honeymoon suite. suite. Which that bed somehow got much bigger. Um, once they started yeah. landing, but also like, yeah, how much work and effort would it take to clean that pool out? Like they have a montage, right? But like, uh, with four of the fun, the the something I had to laugh at that I'd never noticed before was when the the like sped up montage started. Sweet Lou's just sitting in the chair, like directing them to do shit um but if you figure four people to do that i don't know a couple hours maybe oh a lot of shit in that where they they all pack it up i did get a kick out laugh loud when uh the whole man man just like can i have my underwear back (laughs) yeah Yeah, so they they what matt and dustin jump in the bed and they're like you know screwing around wrestling each other whatever they're doing and he finds a pair of uh, fucking mantis. He just yells mantis and sticks them on Matt's head. And then, yeah, the the manager, like in the morning or whenever the hell it is, is apparently like laying under the bed and asks for his underwear back. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird little, yeah, that whole little situation and scenario just is. A str- you know he gives him the when they first walk up and offer to clean the pool and just like you know just depends on what you guys are into you know by the hour <laughs> for the night <laughs> 10 dollars an hour or 40 dollars for the night it <laughs> yeah. depends on what you playboys are getting into yeah and any i think he gives him the same clap like style that randy quaid gives as a clown later which is a little weird um if i remember style like i when he says like whatever whatever you guys are into like he does like the backwards hand like over the top clap which <laughs> is what randy quaid does every time he claps as a clown like this way 
um i don't know if that's intentional or just a lot of weirdos on that set uh but yeah it's they have that little thing and then he's got yeah he the hotel manager kind of watches him clean the pool and then when they're skating he's rolling around on a recliner and yeah. somebody steals a diet pepsi out of his hand at some point and it's it's an interesting montage to say it's, uh, it's my yeah. favorite part of the movie that whole part really of the, part the, of the, movie. the pool the motel also part? let's talk about the end so at the end they end up fighting the uh they end up getting on the uh, tour and then they uh they ride and they have like a half pipe duel and yeah. this movie is the first time I've ever seen a movie or hell an Xbox thing, X, X Games thing, where they properly like show me how fucking big that half pipe is. Oh yeah, like yeah, they I knew do a wide big. shot out the out the gate and how tall it is, and I'm like, no, never in my yeah, life like, would I thought they, they when they start they show the two guys like one runs up one side, one runs up the other to get on top, and. I was like, man, that is not that like I know that like skateboarders and people that are used to doing it or whatever can do that. But that's not just a simple thing to be able to like run up the side of the half pipe and uh, and be able to like pull yourself up and just hop up on the on the flat. But yeah, the that scene I do if I have any kind of a complaint, the thing that stood stands out to me the la- at least the last several times I've watched it, I don't know, over the last couple of years or whatever, is the that scene is such a silly, like... So the, the back part of that scene where they're going back and forth makes a lot of sense. It's like, oh, I'm doing this trick, you gotta do this trick, and then one-up me type of thing. But the first part of that, they're like basically like doing a duo run, like with each other. Right. And I'm like, what is this supposed to like? You're not competing with each other. You're just like, you're basically doing a doubles run. Like, if you ever watch the X Games or whatever around that time, like, that's what a doubles run looks like. Which I don't know how you can even do the compete thing, like you said, because you would have to like consciously know where the other person's at. Well, right? I, I'm, oh, yeah. Like, if you're out there at the same time, like, com- like trying to compete, yeah, no, like, you'd never be able to do that. Though, the way that you would do that is what they end up doing is where like one is going and does a, like a string of tricks and then you stop. The other one has to go and basically do a horse type of thing where you repeat and then one up. I guess I just took that as like, we're just going to film a bunch of cool shit. I mean, that that's what it was. It was a cool skating montage t- type of thing is what is why they did that. But I didn't like the uh, reading the trivia thing. Um, because none of these kids could actually skateboard. They had to take away skateboards on set. So they kept fucking around with them and they didn't want to deal with one of the actors getting injured. Really? And like fucking up the the shooting schedule. Yeah. Which would make sense because you broke your fucking arm. Yep. You'd kind of uh screw some stuff up or you'd have to really change the uh yeah, be about as fucked as the Packers are right now. <laughs> um one thing that I thought was great was I don't know if you watched through the credits or at least I watched a good of chunk of them. the bloopers, man. It looks like those guys had, or especially Matt's actor, that dude, I'm surprised has not be, did not become some kind of like improv comedy, like, po- like popular, have popularity in that. Cause that dude looks like he, it looks like they shot anything like 
half, most of his scenes look like he improved half of it. Just like because they had multiple shots of a lot of them, and just like his reactions and his over the top shit. It is really weird, but like when you watch something like this, who becomes a thing and who doesn't? So like the guy who is the main character, he's in Cloverfield. Eric, yep. Eric's the main character in Cloverfield. Yep. But then I don't think he does shit after that, really. No, you I know? mean, I, I think that that's what I was surprised by as a, like probably in the last couple of years when I've watched this movie since we've been doing the, the podcast, I, I start, you know, like movies I've watched a lot or liked for a long time. I then like go look and it's like, oh, like I know I don't know what this person's done. They obviously haven't been massive. Did they do anything? And I just missed it. And he's one that I would. I've always been surprised that he didn't really do anything. Right. I mean, I mean, and Cloverfield was a hit. So it was a huge fucking movie. So yeah, he got that. But then outside of that, it's like, Oh, he, for some reason just didn't, there's nothing else there. No. Um, like I said, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Like I said, I liked skateboard at the end. Um, I do wish they could have like filmed his final trick better. So I had like a better idea of what he did. Like they kind of like below, you know, which I'm sure you couldn't have probably did a bet like a wide shot because it wasn't him. Yeah, you know? they they did a lot of right. they did a, they actually did a lot of perspective stuff. Some of it worked really well in this movie. They did a lot of like perspective to make stuff look better and whatnot. But I actually think they shot a lot of the movie pretty well as far as like the skateboarding stuff goes. Right, and like you said, that was, like that was definitely one of them where they were like, "Oh, we're gonna yeah." Probably part of it was the uh, the double and whatever, but also like trying to make it look cool or something so like i said um yeah i, I do kind of feel like i said and i think i mentioned this earlier like i do feel like this was kind of like a radar movie hiding a pg-13 movie and they had like decided like which route they were gonna go which is fine like i don't know how you make this a pure radar movie about really like laying into the sweet Lou shit which we, we touched on earlier was extremely problematic at the beginning of that fucking movie yeah, like he's I mean, implied like... to be like He's in probably like twenty six or some shit. Like four, uh, they because they said didn't she graduate like six years ago? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, and he gets. The, and the, the, the but act, they the haven't actors, yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the I mean the actors, other than Matt's character, they're not ridiculously old. I mean, they're Matt's Matt's or the actor that played Matt is thirty three, but he doesn't look like way older than them. But the rest of them are twenty four, twenty two, and twenty seven. So. It wasn't so bad as far as that goes, but I think to, like if you really wanted to lean in to make it an R movie, obviously like uh, the F word and like cussing and stuff, you 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 can ramp up the party that they sneak into. Um, that can get more, you know, rated R right. type of thing, or just the language. You know, that's what I mean. The yeah, I, I, that's what I started with was the language of like F word cussing vulgarity and language in general type of thing um i i think i i would agree i i would have liked it to lean that direction but i don't think it i don't know that it the movie really suffers because of it but i think it would have made it better all right so we are brought to you at money bites and money bite is the best part of the sunday cone what is everyone's favorite part of this movie mm. You, like got, you, guys, you guys gotta go first. I, don't I, really like, I like the hotel. The whole, t- whole thing with uh, Bobcat, uh, that whole thing is fucking great. He's great in that thing. He, uh, Him on the recliner, him drinking the pop, him dancing, him and the showing up. Like that That whole like five-minute sequence is my favorite part of the whole damn movie. 
yeah it's i mean that's definitely a good one i'd i i do like the end little skate battle but i don't know that that's where i'm gonna go um i think it's maybe that one in is it yeah tucson or whatever just because it has it has the moments of the you know he gets led into sort of the private area because bam gets him in on the you know just uh, oh yeah the guy from the skate shop he's with me um and then he does the little interrupting of you don't got to talk to her like that you know you don't got to insult her and you get a little more of that budding weird relationship thing like that whole that whole arc could have used some work but it's fine um, and then you get the whole, the trick over the dumpster onto the trailer. The big shot, you know, just a little late and running over porta potties and uh, Preston Lacey running out after taking a <laughs> big old shit. Um, I don't have a. I like that little scene. I think that's my big one yet. I don't have a. I can't give you just a singular like part, but if however much of the like opening sequence you'll give me and allow me to claim, <laughs> I'm taking that man. Like just the, the quotes are that are in that uh, you have just such a little thing, a little thing that when they introduce Matt, he like skateboards off the roof into the pool and then, yeah. you know, shooter McGavin comes out as the dad <laughs> and dudes get, the jackass out of the pool and then like he does he like jumps back in and makes a dolphin noise like there's so many things in that that like that's exactly the first i don't know like five ten minutes of that movie are great i I, that that's what i would have to take uh i like i said and i kind of started out earlier that i love the whole like kind of intro sequence that's like a half hour of the beginning of the movie but just the very beginning in general is is where i would have to go Right, I think I think I'm, I'm okay with that. I think so. Um, that's what I was gonna say about the intro, and I forgot what the fuck it was. Oh yeah, we even discussed. Would you ever go to a chilly fucking fast food restaurant? Oh, it's so I was gonna bring this up, and then I realized we've been tweeting about this for a goddamn week because we're going to Cincinnati, <laughs> buddy. After the day I've had today, I was some of this. I've, I've, I've had some pretty bad stomach issues today. Um, I was just talking to Jay before we got here. I'm like. All day today, I've just been having. I've been in the bathroom, and I'm like, "God help me if this shit hits." No pun intended. It's while I'm in, like, while like say Cincinnati has a fucking seven o'clock kickoff. You'll have to. Well, yeah. So, so now it's... I'm like, I'm like uber paranoid now. I'm like, I'm about to like just eat like the most like not gut killing food leading up to that trip. You know. Well, yeah, I would. I, I would recommend. One, we don't have to go nuts eating skyline chili. You don't have to. I don't know when we're even gonna eat it. I've had like I've had this discussion with myself. I don't even know when we'd even have a chance to eat it. Outside of a late game, we tailgate, we hit bars all day, we go to the game, we get more drunk. We come home, it's like ten o'clock at night, we get some skyline chili, we go to bed. So but back to your point of just in general, this is so this is not only this is not only just like a restaurant that has chili. This is a play a chili place called chili and such that they're like the dishes are like talking about like they're 
na- the dish They're names are meant like gut to bomb fuck you up. And yeah. Like <laughs> nuclear stomach fu- explosion. Like it, they're they're very much leaning into the this is not good for your stomach. Uh, you know, and it causes. And they don't even give it to you in a bowl. They give it to you on a plate. On a plate, yes. It's, it's on a like, plate, and he's just throwing shit on. Just you've got potential if you stick Taco with John's it. Taco John's nacho platter that they're yeah. throwing 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 it on it's yeah it's that that's what i i think of every time they um when they when they're broke and they stop and they get the receipt and get the like the refunded you puked uh, on which that part makes no sense like i understand yeah. like that's just, that's the type of movie this is let's just toss it on there you know a random like... thing that somebody thought was funny so they put it in there but it's like 10 gut bomb surprises or something is what the receipt's for and uh-huh. it's like you guys are all like traveling in a van with i'm sure your stomachs are not happy about what you've been doing already and that's the the well, that's, that yeah it's because they're yeah they're starving they haven't eaten they don't have any money so you're gonna eat gut bomb chili and milkshakes on an <laughs> empty stomach i mean we're you're driving home i'm gonna have a terrible time i didn't want to think about like what somebody's gonna do to us coming home you know i'll be fine my stomach hates me already it doesn't turn on me it's, okay. If I have to buy you depends so we can power through that day. We'll we'll get <laughs> yeah, because you have an extra two hours on top of the. Uh, which to be fair, I'm not sure I'd rather have two hours or get my children back after that weekend. At- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can bring them back Kansas Skyline Chili. I might I might pull in a favor of the ex-wife and be like, can you keep them till Monday morning, or at least till like eight o'clock? So all they do is put them to bed. You know, like just. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for the Cincinnati trip. Um, anyways, I don't know how long we've been talking. We probably have passed the Danielson timeline. You used to have a timer on there, but it doesn't give us a timer anymore. But uh, oh yeah, it's gone. But we anyone certainly haven't done this in a minute. That must have been in all those updates I downloaded. All right. Um, any last thoughts on grind before we come back for Angels in the outfield during the playoffs, when which the Cubs will not be playing. And neither uh, were the guardians. I'm, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that you guys had the reaction you did. I when I when I rewatched it the other day and thinking like critically about you guys watching it, I was like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna at the least enjoy this movie, uh, considering they they haven't seen it. So, well, it, it, you guys it, had it, the reaction you did, and and this one, yeah, it, it does fall in like a sweet spot. So we have Green Street Hooligans, which is more drama. We have Pool Hall Junkies, which is like kind of middle of both. And then we have this one just like more fun. So it's like a nice little threesome of a and just like a nice little threesome. Um and so anxiety gets involved. Amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a nice little threesome of movies that like fall a wide wide range. And like I said, we we're still gonna come back. I think we're gonna I felt like we're gonna do more. Like I really like the idea of like just a random asshole we pick from our friend group that make them sit through Turkey Bowl with us and just like make them watch that terrible ass movie. It's been it like it's been three years. It was COVID, right? I feel like we can revisit it. Is that why I, I don't know. I feel like it was during COVID. Probably. I, I had one of them pop up today. Yeah, that was two or three years ago was the second time through of Bull Durham. <laughs> Which... I know we did all the Rocky movies during COVID because <laughs> baseball was suspended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, there's been a couple times I've been back through the list for whatever reasons and sometimes like there's some of them where i'm like that was then that's when we did that well i mean yeah it's been a bit we started to sit in like 18 i think 
So it's been a while. Um, and the, like I said, the Angels in the outfield one, which I I refuse to re-listen to. I was like I was like tilting <laughs> on an NBA bet, and I was like wasn't even paying attention to the movie. And it's a really good fucking movie. Um, so and, and Andrew Downs is going to join us where we just got to figure out time where we can Schedule do it. it. Yeah. So considering the next Thursday it would be available, Sean will be driving to my house to go to Cincinnati. So. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. Middle Tennessee Theoretical. got in the end zone. Let's fucking get some points here. Let's get past that 60 number, brothers. Come on. <laughs> but anyways, boys, as always, we'll be back with Angels in the Outfield. If you are listening to us still, give us a podcast name. I've been leaning towards TGS uh, Cinema Club, but I hate TGS in the title because I feel like it's going to be hard to find. So uh, You could... Yeah, I mean, we could just go Cinema Club or something like I that. I guarantee there's a Cinema Club fucking yeah, Of course probably... there's a Cinema Club. There's an everything at this that's, point. Yeah, I, re- that's I really like Be Kind Rewind, and apparently that's a very popular podcast. Oh, God, name. yeah. Or Retro retro Tape, or Retro retro, retro Watch is on my list. Hmm. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, and there is the, uh, you know, I can't believe we haven't seen that title, but that would involve us having to pick movies that one of us hasn't seen. Well, what was the one you just said the other day? You haven't seen it. Was it both of you? It popped up in one of those Slack channels. That this is a bad thing to bring up without the fucking movie title present, isn't it, Sean? You uh-huh. idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would help if you didn't have to go well, search. Um, I have Slack no fucking channel. idea. Like, I mean, I just said I today I haven't seen Donnie Darko. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen that I should, probably should watch. And I'm sure there's a bunch of movies from, like I said, from that uh that that five year period when I was in the age just being a drunk asshole. I mean, I'm still a drunk asshole, but um, like I've never anyway, seen Clueless. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure I mean, that's, it out. We'll that's a big one, right? And... Yeah, but also we're on Landlocks. You know, I feel like Landlocks is the bigger podcast. So, uh, anyways, till next time, guys. Keep grinding. No, that's a fucking terrible way to say goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. <laughs>